0: With Jonesy and Amanda.
1: Well, our next guest is one of the most accomplished yet unassuming songwriters ever. She's a pioneer in her field who was one half of the great partnerships in Australian music history. Slim and I is a feature documentary telling the incredible story of that partnership and of the brilliant woman who lived beside the legend that is Slim Dusty. It's Australia's own Queen of Country Music at 90. Joy McKean, hello and welcome.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, Amanda and you. <laughs> it's
1: nice to have you on the show, George. It really is. And it, it's, I've I've heard it said that you didn't realise at the time, through all these years of songwriting, since the 40s, that you were achieving in your career. It's It's just what you did and you're only looking back at it and realising what an accomplishment it was now.
0: Well, that's true, Amanda, because, I mean, you just did what came up every day. And it was the life that we built. And now when I look back on it and everybody seems, you know, well, they're very complimentary and a bit amazed about what's happened. When I look back, I think, well, did I really do all that? (laughs) looks like I did, apparently. (laughs) Yes.
1: Did. And then some, you and Slim, 107 albums. That's extraordinary.
0: Yes. Well, he was an extraordinary man, really, Jonesy. He was extraordinary the way he mined all the um, stories that people were, you know, were bringing to him over the years, songs that we could um, put together. Slim did all that major work of that, but I did a lot of the background work, yes, because you know we worked as a partnership. We really did.
1: You toured for about 49 years, nine months of the year, You'd tow your musical bandwagon across the country, booking out every venue along the way. They must have been exciting years, but hard too in raising a family.
0: Well, it, it was. It was exciting. It was adventurous, but it was pretty difficult at times. And trying to keep the family together was one of the biggest things, but
1: it's paid off, um, I always say. The two children are my closest friends. And good humans. That's when you've done your job, isn't it? Yep, exactly. I'm proud of them, very much. I'm proud of my
0: family, and I uh, appreciate, too, everything that they do for me and have done for me. They're a fantastic lot. Mm. So I don't always tell them that every day.
1: (laughs) In the old days, when you were... Writing songs with slim, and you're writing songs as well on your own. they weren't always yeah. attributed to you. It's just the the way it was, I guess.
0: Well, there was a reason there was a reason for that. Um, we were concentrating on all the wonderful stories that we were getting out there, and I began writing the Bush Ballads, um, and they were pretty well, very strongly. Um, well, as if a man had written them. See, what people didn't think about was that I was with Slim all the time. We were in and out of the place, and I was listening and talking to all his mates and to the bush people all the way along, same as what Slim was. It was just the time of uh, life, and to hear these songs coming out It didn't fit very well with what people were expecting to hear. So um, we decided that even on the songs that I might have written, we would put Slim's name on there as well, because for heaven's sake, he made the songs once he got hold of them because Mm. he told the story. But we kept quiet about that until I think it was my grandson outed me (laughs) earlier.
1: Well, just wonderful. And one of your most famous songs, Lights on the Hill, so many people love, love, love that song. And you wrote that while you were towing a caravan in the dark. What incredible times, Joy.
0: Yes, well, that was right, Amanda, because um, we, at that time we had moved to Sydney because the recording company wanted so much um, recording done. And um, we had a lot of our people for touring were waiting for us up at um, Warwick in Queensland this particular year. We are heading for Queensland, uh, the winter tour. And so Slim was driving the big truck with the big van on. Barry was driving a smaller truck with his van on it. And I came behind driving a station wagon um, with the girl's caravan on behind. And all the semis were coming down from... Queensland and Northern New South Wales heading for the Sydney markets. And you can just imagine them yeah. coming over the. I'm in a small station wagon. Mm. They're in a, bit, a high semi, and I've only got one foot thanks to polio, but um, it meant that at that time and age, the dimmer switch is on the floor as well. Oh, well, off so the you've high got beams, the accelerator, yeah. Accelerator a brake and then over to the left is the dimmer switch and every time i went around a bend or uh, you know a big truck came towards me over a hill i got the full beam in the eyes then i had to flip my foot right over to the left hand side hit the dimmer switch so that the truckie wouldn't think i was you know being funny and give me another dose of <laughs> if yeah. you like, and uh, then I had to juggle it back onto the uh, accelerator so that the loaded caravan and loaded vehicle wouldn't stall pull me back
1: gee so
0: well, that's where it started I said to Slim when I got there and he was unhooking the big van yeah. I also wrote a song on the way up this he said, oh, did you well you ought to put it down on a cassette or something and uh for some peculiar reason, I did. I pulled out a guitar and cassette player from under the bunk, whipped down this off of the cassette, shoved it back, and forgot about it till Christmas time.
1: Wow! And that, and that was it. L- <laughs> Lucky you weren't busting to go to the loo, and that was a song. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm>, I was <laughs> busting to go to the loo. I probably I probably was. <laughs> I <might> over <laughs> there before I started the song. That'd be a, that'd be a B that'd be a B side joy, I reckon. But you were rewarded with a golden guitar for your songwriting for that song for you alone mm. So that that long trip paid off. It did,
0: it really did. I mean that song really struggled to survive because when I pulled it out at Christmas time and played it to Slim and everything, they said, Oh, this would be a good good song for you or something different. Oh, I said, No, no no, too many words. You never <laughs> get your breath in between all of those, you know. He said, Did you give it to someone else? I said, No, but... That's the first and only time I ever pushed Slim right. about a song. Other than, Before that, I just put it on cassette, offered it to him, he put it away or he or used it, whatever. But that time, then when I found the cassette, Jonesy, guess yeah. what? What happened? He'd used it for a rehearsal tape and wiped up. Oh, no, off. Slim. And then he said, oh, well he was off go to go fishing oh he said you can write it again (laughs) and off he went and I did (laughs) so he's gone off fishing and you (laughs) had to write
1: another song
0: so I still laughed about that I still I do I laugh about that because I think it's um, funny, there I was, he's going off fishing, I'm furious with him yeah. and I'm banging away on mum's old piano.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Well, oh, dear. well Joy, it's great <laughs> to talk happened. it's great to talk to you. Slim and I is in cinemas from tomorrow. Joe McKean, thank you for joining us. Thank
0: you for having me there listening to me.
1: <laughs> it's been a treat. To you all day. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, thank you. bye bye with John Z and Amanda